Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be with Cody Allen. Cody's a former collegiate athlete turned entrepreneur. Um, he organizes informational and practical fitness events, and business development seminars, expressing both sides of his career knowledge. He's partnered with some of the largest brands in the fitness industry, like Optimum Nutrition, 10,000, Whoop, which I, I have been a user of for years, and many more. He's also been featured on Yahoo Finance, Business Insider, Medium, and Sports Gossip. Cody, thanks so much for joining us. No, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. My pleasure. Let's go back in time a little bit. Let's go way back. How'd you get started? I mean... In the entrepreneurial space, I am a huge advocate and believer that <clears throat> there are so, there's so much there's so many play, parallels rather between an athletic career and a, the business career, right? From adversity that you face to successes to we'll just call it hard work. And so it made sense to me in my early 20s that at some point in my life, I would be working for myself. I didn't it didn't always start that way. I Right after I got done playing football, I got into banking, like every other economics major, I guess. And uh, very fortunate for my time in it. Um, worked on the investment side, worked on the business lending side, because while working on the investment side, I got to meet people with money. You meet people with money, you hear their stories, you hear some of the concepts um, in which they started their businesses and maybe some of their inventions. Like, man, like you're just kind of one idea that comes to fruition away from that being you, right? Switching positions in the seats <clears throat> to the business lending side. So I got to see how the nuts and bolts of a lot of different industries worked. I worked in like a blue collar region here in Northern California. So I saw a lot of uh, manufacturers. I saw a lot of distributors. I saw a lot of construction companies. And so looking at P&Ls, looking at equipment lending and all those sort of things, I was like, Hey, you know what? Like, I think that I could get myself into this. Um, I didn't go that route. I went to the online business, right? Because seven years ago or whenever I started my company, my first company, um, I was like, hey, that there's a massive amount of need for businesses to bolster their brand within the online space. So that's kind of like how I got jettisoned into it, or at least the idea came to fruition. Sure. And then talk a little bit about your transition into the fitness space. So, I mean, being a former college football player, um, health and wellness and fitness has always been kind of at the epicenter of 
anything that I could do, right? You have to be in shape, strong, fast, powerful in order to play football, which means that you get more playing time. There's a lot that goes into that, right? And so it is more of, I consider myself like a health and wellness enthusiast um, and maybe a passion. And I also believe that people that focus on prioritizing their health end up having more fruitful careers in the long run, or at least the opportunity to, um, because better sleep, better productivity, better health, better productivity, efficiency. When you're talking about business, when you're talking about scaling a business, when you're talking about just getting through your day appropriately, efficiency is key, right? So you have to be clear headed. Um, so I started to make that a focus for myself. As I started my first online business, we were in, um, email marketing, right? <clears throat> we still do a good amount in that. And, um, it's a lot of generating traffic for different businesses and companies around. And I found myself staying up till 2am taking calls with people overseas, 3am, you know? Um, but then I was like, I still got to wake up early and work out. So I wake up at 6am, wake up at 630. And I was still in the gym working out off very little sleep. And I was what, 25 at the time. So you kind of think you're invincible. Um, I know we've all been a 25. I say, I always say like a 22 to like 25 year old man is like the most ignorantly invincible person on planet earth. Right. Um, and I did this for years and I definitely found myself getting burnt out. So about three years ago, maybe four years ago, I did a deep dive into myself and like, Hey, what sort of practices can I put together to become more like optimal and efficient human? And so moving not necessarily moving away from just the digital space and the, the lead generation space, I started looking at how a brand around health and wellness can, and I think in the future, speak, resonate with the masses, right? Everybody is looking for in this, and I can only speak on America, right? Everybody's looking for a way to get ahead. And they're always looking for the next best thing. And I think that it truly starts from within, right? I think there's so much more juice that you could squeeze out of yourself as an individual to become more efficient rather than outsourcing and finding new processes. And like, even just as far as getting to bed. Uh, so, so for today, before this podcast, um, generally before I podcast, I want to make sure that all the neurons and stuff are firing up here. Right. So I do a cold plunge about 45 minutes before every podcast. And I, so I do some sort of intense cold therapy. I feel great after the endorphins are flowing. And so there's really something to this. When you look at some of the biggest entrepreneurs in my uh, generation, if you will, I'm 31, everybody, not everybody, but I find that a lot of people in my space, they just really have the health and wellness side of it down. And that's why, um, that's why I stay away from the word fitness and lean more into health and wellness, right? Because you don't need big muscles. You don't need abs. You don't need that. You need to feel and perform in a healthy manner. Absolutely. And then you've iterated over the years. Talk a little bit about um, all the different facets to what you're doing now. So I have a few companies now. Um, the first one being my and we don't even necessarily call ourselves a marketing agency. We call ourselves a business development agency. So I take my experience within banking and lending and such, and my experience of just being a consumer on the on social media platforms, on Google, on everything, 
on websites. And if someone comes to me with an idea, a concept, they want to start a gym, they want to start a cannabis brand, they want to start a mortgage lending platform, I figure out how to run their business the most slim and profitable way out the gate. We create business plans, six month, one year, three year, five year plans, and try to look at each individual industry. Obviously, there are industries that aren't our forte or we don't have experience in, but there's a lot of translation parallels, obviously, to from industry to industry. That's the one business that we have, and that's Digital Cartel. Second business is um, a friend and I started a rubs, barbecue rubs and spices company, and we also sell kitchen cutlery and knives. Um, and that really was piggybacked off of his social brand. So he's a really large food creator on all platforms, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, the whole deal, Facebook. Um, we're talking like 4 million plus um, <clears throat> followers. And I told him, I told my buddy Jack, and I was like, hey, um, you have an, an awesome brand and you do your brand deals because companies see value in you. I was like, in the event that you want to start your own thing, right? Own your own product line. I was like, I specialize in making businesses zero to heroes, right? So um, a couple of years ago, we started this business and it's super fun. It's my baby now. There's something about holding a physical product. You know, it's cool. We were just in um, with our co-packer last week, mixing new spices. Um, and that's something that's been different for me, right? Because I've been in a digital service business. Um, so this e-commerce business has been very, very fun. Um, and then a few other ventures, but one more, most importantly, is a, I have like a personal brand myself, podcasting to working with brands to help them sell their products. And really what that's about and how that started was if I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell companies to pay us five figures to brand their company and grow their brand, I had to have some sort of proof of concept. So I was like, why not start with myself? And so that started seven years ago. And I'm very big on authenticity and I'm very big on developing long lasting relationships with companies, not like you're going to have one shirtless dude this week that says, hey, buy this protein. And then two weeks from later, he's like, hey, buy this protein. It's the best protein. It's very inauthentic. And I don't think that there's um, longevity in that. So I find companies that I believe in. I find companies that even have good business um, operations because I think that that's big, right? Very good communication. You have to believe in the product. And so I've been with the same few companies that you mentioned before since 2018, you know, and I'm, I'm, Big, I'm big, big, big on that. And constantly educating yourself on on their business practices and their products and whatnot. But um, yeah, that's kind of how I've pivoted all of these things into uh, myself as an entrepreneur. Well, that makes a ton of sense. And the longer version of that journey should probably be in a book somewhere if it isn't already. It actually is in a book. I got it right there. It's called Forever Athlete. So I co-authored a book. Um, I only wrote a chapter of it. A chapter of it. So it's 20 pages or so. And it, it essentially surmises um, the parallels of being an athlete to being an entrepreneur and how that kind of the mindset more so of it uh, develops what I consider good entrepreneurs. Um, but I am in the process of a more long drawn out thought out book right now. I'm just looking for publishing. Awesome. Well, if you ever need a publishing company, let us know. Be happy to make that connection. Talk a little bit. I mean, you've had so much success. What's your biggest challenge now? 
I would say um, for me personally, <clears throat> success is all relative, right? So the biggest challenges that I seem to face um, are probably come from being an athlete. So something that I work on with my therapist, something that I work on with the people around me is that in I, my podcast is called fill the gap because there's a, I try to tra translate real life issues with football scenarios. And so one of the things that I do frequently is I, I move the goalpost, right? You kick a 25 yard field goal. You're like, Oh my God, this is so great. Maybe I can make a 30, make a 30, maybe I make a 40, maybe I can make a 50. Right. And so you continually just set these new goals and these new bars for yourself which are great, but I do it so expeditiously. And that comes from my athletic background, always wanting more, always feeling that I can do more, input more, and I'll have more output. Um, and that's not always the case in the business world, right? And so my biggest challenge right now is learning how to celebrate different versions of success. And I will be the last person to ever give myself a pat on the back. Um, but if I were to look back five years ago and say like, hey, Cody, you're doing these numbers, these businesses, this, that, I would have been like 26-year-old Cody been like, holy shit, like, good job. 31-year-old Cody's like, yeah, but like, what time did you wake up today? Like, what are, what are you going to do tomorrow? So I would say um, outside of the normal um, struggles that we have, and that's constantly staying on top of an industry that is so quickly turning right? When you talk about online businesses, um, you have to be as humble as possible and be an expert in the fields that you know. What I mean by that is there are people that are better than me at things. And I have to admit that. And I have to understand that. And I have to know that because when I'm talking about building a team and hiring on, like the first, the first uh, social media account that you give up and you let somebody else manage it for you, because you're like, hey, like, and you've done so well, you've done it up to this point, but you're like, hey, this person, um, like I got a girl on my team. She's so good. She's so great. She's awesome at her job. And I had to recognize that. And I had to be like, hey, you know what, Melissa, you take it over and you just run with it. Um, I think that's a big struggle for a lot of um, solopreneurs um, and people that kind of start having to do it all themselves. Um, that's probably the biggest struggle is finding the right people and then it's kind of like dating, right? Finding the right person and then trusting them to do something. And in the event that you trust someone to do something and they don't do right by you or they don't do a good enough job, don't become so scorned that you never want to date again or you never want to hire or relinquish um, some trust in uh, services, you know? Um, so outside of that, it's obviously just the ability to reflect, understand what is actually going on. I think perspective is so big in business. Um, and move forward. One of the things that I'm doing right now <clears throat> is I'm writing down in this book, it's called the Daily Stoic, or it's a journal actually, a company. Brian Holiday, love it. Right. And so I thought, how cool would it be to be able to look back at the end of the year and see exactly where my mindset was at when we had our worst month of a as a company, when we had our best month as a company? Where was I at mentally? What and this is the economic side of me, what variables had the biggest determining factor on my mental and how I helped us be su successful or how I hindered us from being successful. So that's just something that I'm practicing this year. Hopefully at the end of the year, I have a collection of thoughts that don't make me want to pull my hair out. That's awesome. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? It's always new. I'm always learning. Um, when you stop learning, you stop growing. Um, and there is something every single day 
that is challenging. Uh, I've gotten into lulls in my life where it's just kind of like was kicking the ball around. I'm like, all right, like this is cool and something that you want to do, but is this something that's really making you grow as an individual? So where I'm at right now in my life, every single day I'm challenged to grow. That is awesome. For our folks watching and listening who want to learn more, where is the best place for them to go to learn more about you? Uh, my website's thecodyallen.com. All my social channels are thecodyallen. Awesome. Well, we know your time's incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some with us. This has been Seth Green with The Cody Allen. Cody, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate you, man. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.